good morning team. Good morning. Good to see a bunch of you guys uh, on there this morning. Hey, you might have noticed, maybe you didn't. <laughs> Had a couple of days off uh, on Friday and Monday. Good to see everyone here back at uh, the morning lives. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, ladies and gents. Hope you're all awesome and well on the weekend and uh, on Friday. I uh, I had uh, a little gig, which uh, which is uh, why I wasn't with you guys on Friday or Monday. I was uh, commentating a rock climbing uh, competition all weekend. Uh, me and the live stream team, um, rock climbing and bouldering is a bit of a hobby of mine. Thirty years been climbing and bouldering. Um, so uh, yeah, there you go. That's why I had Monday and Friday off. I think I've used all my words. <laughs> So maybe my, you might hear my voice a little bit croaky this morning, but um, there you go. Anyway, good to see all of you guys. Like I said before, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Dean, Allison, Kevin, all the way from Florida. Good morning, my friend. Or good afternoon. Good evening, it is for you. It's an evening for you. It's good morning from us. Chris Hardick, Laura, Deb, Rodney. Adrian, a couple of Facebook users on there. That means you're in one of our groups and um, give us a shout out. Um, climb well, never fall. Actually, that's not a bad rule, Alison. That's not a bad rule, Alison, for especially if you're not climbing with ropes. <laughs> but yes, uh, indeed, indeed. Hey, thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, trying to look sharp, Hardik. Thanks for the shout out. Morning, Sharon. Hey, Sharon, we've got to catch up. Got, got some uh, good things for you guys. So listen, <coughs> a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of malarkey going on out there in the marketplace. The media fucking winding up, you know, winding up their weirdo, uh, <coughs> their weirdo, um, their weirdo band. Uh, Nikhil, all the way from Point Cook. Hey, Point. Hey, Nikhil, tell us about Point Cook. We've got some uh, some nice opportunities for investment down that way. We think Point Cook's in uh, a not a bad little spot, uh, up and coming in Melbourne, and. Um, We've got a few investors checking out Point Cook uh, for their future investment uh, moves and ideas. So, yeah. Well, team, the media is winding up and it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Um, it's a little little weirdo uh, fear and ignorance band for a little while, I would think, because, uh, you know, um, Australians, uh, whether you like it or not, are a bit obsessed with real estate. A few things that uh, the media like to talk about, uh, which is fear and ignorance. Uh, however, <clears throat> however, I always like the idea for us as professional property investors, those who are going to build a property portfolio for future wealth, um, to make sure we've got some default check-in behaviours as property investors to make sure we don't make any stupid decisions. And uh, rule number one, I think many of you guys might know this, but put it in the chat, team. Nikhil says a good suburb to invest in. Thanks, Nikhil. Um, tell me, what do you guys reckon rule number one is? You should know this by now if you've been listening to me ever. <laughs> Say it all the time. I reckon, uh, <clears throat> I reckon a few of you might know uh, this one. Uh, a little bit of an update to... Uh, <clears throat> Real number one from the other day. Sharon's in there. Yep. It is buy. Well. And never sell. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
property investors listening in, you guys, at the end of the day, there's a lot of effort that goes into buying a property. And uh, the, the most important word in this conversation we're going to have today is the idea of buying well. Buying well. Buying well, team. <clears throat> the idea, if you've bought something that is not a good purchase, get rid of it. Get rid of it. A dog is always going to be a dog. No matter how long you hang on to that thing, it will all, there will always be a better piece of real estate. And, um, you know, I learned that the hard way. I've owned some properties for, you know, a long time and they've just never performed. And they've done, I mean, you know, they've done okay. Um, but unless you've bought an excellent property that you would be happy to own for 20 years with no problems, then um, maybe it's time to you know, look at those properties. Sometimes you can look at those properties and fix them up, add value to make sure that they're perfect for the future and maybe sometimes they're just not worth having. Rule number one, right now when the media is going mad and things are going crazy and oh, interest rates are going up and yeah, so what? Interest rates are going up from 2 to 4%. Who cares? That is still cheap money. That is still... 30 to 40% lower than the 100-year interest average in Australia. Team, money is cheap at 4%. Money is cheap at 4 or 5%. That will be, the, that will be where it lands for owner-occupiers who've uh, uh, bought a mortgage at 2.5%. The lenders and the banks have already priced in 3% on top of that mortgage. They've already priced in 3% on top of that mortgage for affordability for that person to own those properties. Ladies and gents, that is already into the marketplace. And uh, yep, Hardik, uh, sometimes you can change strategies with a better investment. Sometimes, you know, sell, you know, the idea is strategically sell. And sometimes you might own a property in your own name and then you might want to get um, an asset, let me see if I can draw that properly, uh, get an asset, it's a terrible, get an asset into a vehicle or replenish that asset into something that has got a better treatment for tax and income. Tell me, as an individual, average, what's the tax rate percentage on average? And over here, what's the tax rate on average? That's super, by the way. What's the tax rate on average between these two uh, ownership vehicles, team? Tell me. You guys might know this one. All right. On average, around about 30%. Some are a bit cheaper. Some are a bit more expensive. Uh, I think it's, um, it's probably closer to 25%, actually. If you, not the tax bracket, but the percentage. Um, yeah, 27% in that sort of space, right? Now over in super, it's only 15%, or if you're in um, retirement phase, it's 0% for a certain amount, okay? So sometimes, strategically, it might be smart to transfer your asset from one place to another, and that might require selling it here and rebuying something better over there. The idea, though, is not to be missed as property investors, for all of us, we must be prepared to go the distance, have 
a very simple but powerful conversation with ourselves when it comes to when the market is having a little moment, uh, as it is and will do uh, right now. The problem with most good time Charlie investors, they're so short, uh, short term. Listen, two years ago, nothing was happening. And then the last two years, we've, if you've owned a good piece of real estate, you've had a good time of it. And now, a little bit of shakiness and everyone's losing their mind. You need to be calm. You need to be smart about your plan and going the distance over this 15 to 20 year time frame. And it will take 15 to 20 years. And in a 15 to 20 year period, you will have at least three to four significant or great runs in real estate markets and you'll have some adjustments. And if you were to buy and sell in every single one of those, the net result is usually backwards. You are better owning a piece of real estate. As a matter of fact, the statistics show, ladies and gents, you can go check this out. There are some, in the share market, there are, uh, there are some... Um, Index funds, you know, the Vanguard 200, uh, there's a couple of others. Um, there's some funds, basically just buy it and leave it alone. Outperform 99.9. Listen to me, this is, not, this is not a lie. You can go ask anyone, you can do your own research. A fund that just buys, keeps it over a 20-year period, they've tracked statistics outperforms 99.9% of people who are trading every day. Now, doesn't that make sense to you? Doesn't that make sense to me? Buy some great properties over here, keep them, and ignore the media rhetoric. Ignore the ups and downs because they're normal. Keep them for 20 years. I challenge you to just commit to that idea. But there's three stages to our investment process, and you guys have seen this. I'm just going to go back to the basics. We're going to buy well. Rule number one, rule number one, buy well. This is the buy well part, okay? This is the buy well part. What is this section here? This is the acquisition section. If you're sitting there at home and you've worked out your numbers, and if you haven't worked out your numbers, give us a shout. How many properties do you need to acquire to create the income in the future that you desire? It might be three, it might be five, it might be seven, whatever that number is. Let's say um, for many, uh, many investors, it's six to seven properties. We've worked out on average six to seven properties, right? So let's call it five investment properties in the acquisition phase. Over here, this is the consolidation phase. This is where you know you do the next part of rule number one. You never sell. This is the buy well section. Buy five properties well, good quality properties that you're happy to own, uh, that you would be um, happy to own for 20 years. Ask yourself this question too, chatting to a couple yesterday. Uh, you know, hey, would you would you live in that investment property that you own? Would you live there? Would, would you call that place home? And they're like, nah. Well, why would you buy it and expect others to? Doesn't make any sense to me. 
most of you, most investors, and this is sad, I, I, I think this is sad, most investors are buying well below their capacity for quality because they think cheap is better. They think two cheap shitters are better than one great property. And I can tell you right now, team, that is not the case. Good quality property located in great areas uh, that attract very financially stable tenants will be the key to your wealth. Sam talks about that all the time. You don't want to be owning real estate in a location where your tenant is one week away from being broke. Anyway, that's not the point of the rant this morning. This is the idea. Acquisition, buy well. Consolidation, this is where you manage. Keep the properties. Maintain. Look after your properties in this stage. Don't let them, don't let them degrade. If there's a small uh, improvement required on that property and it's $500, do it straight away. You've got your buffer. That's what the buffer's for. Do not let the 500 go to 1,000, go to 2,000, go to 5,000, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, that property's so expensive to maintain. No, your strategy and your financial management is inconsistent, not capable of creating the wealth that you desire. There must be discipline, discipline and some structure for your investment properties. If it needs a renovation or a quick fix up, fix it up. Don't hesitate. The problem is if you skimp on that, your property degrades, it goes down in value, goes down in attractiveness, and your rents don't go up either. Team, manage, maintain, maximize. Some, some of you have some properties. Now, I've chatted with many of my clients uh, many of my clients who have properties that are not the highest and best use. So highest and best use, what does that mean? Uh, the property could be two properties, but it's only one. The, the property could be six bedrooms, but it's only three. Ladies and gents, what you must understand, especially if you've got real estate that is on some land, um, you know, some apartments and townhouses are, you know, really quite large. There's wasted space, lots of things. Sam just uh, added another bedroom in one of his apartments in Sydney. It was a massive, weird sort of mezzanine level. He went from two to three bedrooms. If you have a property, certainly in this section here, you can fix, add value to. You can put a granny flat out the back. There are so many ways to maximize the value and the income on your real estate, okay? Manage it, manage it well. Hey, morning, Jeff. Good to see you, mate. Well, set an alarm, Jeff. You gotta set an alarm. <laughs> manage, maximize, maintain in this consolidation phase. And over here, the last part of it is the lifestyle team. This is where your cash flow comes. You can go online right now, find a calculator, a mortgage calculator. The strategy, and I'll talk about this tomorrow. I'm going to talk about this tomorrow. We're going to do uh, a bit of a back to the basics, but they're not basics. They're super powerful. I'm going to talk about the seven plans tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to talk about the seven plans, so make sure you join me tomorrow morning. 
the seven plans because lending is so important. The process, now your properties will pay themselves off over time, team, and how you structure the lending is vital for your wealth in the future, okay? Let's recap. Acquisition, this is the buy well section. Get organized, get cracking, ignore the media, ignore the, the naysayers at the barbecue and uh, all of those people. Get on with it. You know you've got to get five. If you're sitting there right now and you're like, I've got two properties and my goal was four, but you know, I'll wait a few years now. I think the market's going to go down. No, no, that is not what you do. You continue to move forward. Every year you delay, this that pushes your goal out at the end between three and seven years. One year delay now, three to seven year delay later. Who cares if that you buy the property and then maybe the prices are just 30 to 50 grand? You won't matter. It will not matter. Not one iota in 20 years' time. It won't matter, ladies and gents. But it will matter in 20 years' time if you have to wait another five years. Or maybe you don't get there. Okay? Let's do it, team. Okay? What time is now? Yeah, there's no point waiting around, Adrian. And this is the thing. Let's say, let's say the prices adjust. Let's say temporarily the average price adjusts 50 grand as a leverage point of view. So you would go and borrow 80% from the bank anyway. So really your net result to you in your pocket or effect is only an adjustment of 20% of what you've put in. All right? And at the end of the day, that's 10K, adjusting 20%, which is $2,000. So who cares? Doesn't matter. What matters is you sticking to your plan. And this is where the rubber meets the road, folks. This is where the rubber meets the road. Are you going to be a focused, considered, strategic, tactical investor? Or are you going to be a good time Charlie, scared off every time the media carries on like a bunch of pork chops? Because if you are, if you're sitting there at home being influenced by the media right now, don't be a property investor. You're wasting your money and your time. And this is probably the kindest thing I could say to you, even though it might be harsh. This is not for you. And matter of fact, what happens when you get influenced by the negativity in the marketplace, what you do is then ruin it for others as well. Maybe a little bit of bitter pill there. If you're not going to go the distance, don't get involved. Stop stuffing it up for everyone else. There you go. Bit harsh, Jason, but the truth. Team, you know that's said from a good place because I would prefer you not to be involved and go do something that you love and you're going to stick with rather than be a good time Charlie and stuff it up for yourself, your family and others. Anyway, a little bit ranty this morning. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, folks, that's it today. Remember, the golden rule, buy well, never sell. Unless it's a piece of junk that you shouldn't have bought in the first place, well, get rid of it and buy well from that point on, team. All right, and that's it from me. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted tomorrow. Make sure you join me tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the seven plans, the seven plans. Maybe you guys might know what they are. Let's dive into those seven plans. We're going to do a little bit of, of a refresher of the foundations 
of what we need to do. Because this is when it counts. This is when it counts. Anyone, anyone can have a good time when their properties go up, team. Anyone. Let's see where you land as the market shakes a little bit and you keep your eye on the price. All right, that's it from me. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat. You guys be awesome. Be well. Have a good one. I'll speak to you soon, which is tomorrow at 8.10. <laughs> Bye, team. Be good. Thank you.